Hello all, and welcome to GameCast, the official gaming discussion podcast of TSP Gamers. I'm your host, James Vincent, along with my fellow community member, Shereel. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, and thank you for having me back on the podcast. Anytime. Ready to get into some topics? Hell yeah. All right. Well, as always, we apologize for any mispronunciation of any individuals or companies mentioned. Aerosoft, the official retail partner of Microsoft Flight Simulator, announced via a forum post that the game will be provided in 10 double-layered DVDs. The writer of the post, Administrator Matthias Cook, also stated that there is no difference between the boxed retail and Microsoft's direct sale. According to Jordan Ullman with IGN, the DVDs mean that fans with a slower internet connection can install Microsoft Flight Simulator without downloading the files from Microsoft servers. The discs allegedly hold 90 gigs of the game's world and aircraft, with the actual code being pretty small in size. It's interesting that discs are still being developed as digital game sales are growing in increasing popularity, along with the slow reduction of disc drivers in computers and gaming consoles. Surreal, what's your take, sir? Pretty vast game from what I've heard, but it's ridiculous. This is a game disc, and I was on the opinion that you want the disc, you shouldn't have to download, man. It's the, di- the download should be on the disc, and you don't have to play it. I'm, I'm one of those people who are annoyed that you have to download everything nowadays. Well, if the discs currently contain most of the game, you would imagine that the only thing you'd have to download might be a few additional small software deals. But yeah, it would make sense that the disc should have the entire game rather than having to go through an extra step process. Do you think that in the age of high digital sales, creating discs are still a good thing to do, even as rural areas and bad connections are slowly but surely being improved? I mean, the state of this, I, I'm one of those people that have, usually has bad connection. And that's why that the download sometimes has to annoy me because you, sometimes you have to have it have an internet connection, which people like where I live around here don't really have good internet connection. But it's just... It can be annoying to not have to download, and the disc helps out with that. Just helps sometimes, but eventually, once everything, everyone has the internet, yeah, this should probably go away for a very long time. All right, well, Microsoft Flight Simulator will, of course, be available through the boxed retail version or direct sale through Microsoft's store. A report from Nikki, a Japanese publication, is claiming Facebook will enter production of a new Oculus headset this month. Apparently, a source with direct knowledge released this information to the publication. The claims are unconfirmed at this point, but a similar report was made by Bloomberg this past May, where Facebook was looking to launch a new model of the Oculus Quest. The production amount reported to be made is approximately $2 million due to the success of the original Quest. Alongside this report, Sony may be looking to boost PS5 manufacturing at, or excuse me, manufacturing of at most $6 million to 9 million. The limited but initial release by Bloomberg also says the production is going to be up to 10 million units. Surreal, what do you think? I mean, Oculus making a new headset. I'm f- glad Facebook is now trying to go get back into the Oculus. I believe a lot when we, we were talking last time, we were also talking about the Oculus Rift. Now Facebook didn't really take a hold of it and I'm glad they're actually taking hold of it. And PlayStation, well, I'm not surprised PlayStation getting um, one more million units. If it's this console war, man, it's going to get crazy. 
I get why this many units of the Oculus may be put in order. We, we've talked about it at one point, how there was a shortage of VR headsets. So this seems like something to address another potential shortage with everything going on in the world. Maybe they're cheaper too. They're cheaper and work as well as the Valve Index. Thank you very much. I'll take it. What I am confused about is why in PS5s, the sudden boost from 6 to 10 million. Sony has been doing a lot of marketing on the benefits of their console, primarily the addition of the SSD rather than the HDD. They may be doing the same thing as Facebook in terms of preparing for a potential shortage, particularly with you know, where manufacturing is going and in terms of what the sales might be. But this seems like more of a business preparation decision than something that would be sales driven. I mean, usually when the new console comes out, it's always they're always sold out and released. I think but the problem with this year in particular with console release is that with all this COVID-19 stuff, everyone's losing their jobs or they're having a cut paychecks. So I think going up in price might be helping give workers more hours and jobs, but it's also, I don't know how many people are able to buy said products. So good on one hand, but not good on the other. Yeah, especially with the fact that now that PS5 and Xbox Series X are going to allow backwards compatibility for their games, people may not be buying these new consoles right out of the bat this year. But I was around for the Xbox 360 release. It was sold out immediately that day. And then same with, I believe, the Xbox One. Mm -hmm. A lot of consoles still sell out. So they're they're expecting, you know, their consoles to be sold out. So they want to have more product just in case, ready to go. It's people, some places get sold out and they can send it quickly. But 9, 10, that's actually rather small with the amount of players usually online on PlayStation and Xbox. Well, we'll have to see how successful pre-orders are once that release date is confirmed. Before we move on to our final topic, we would like to remind you, the listener, to join the TSB Gamers community. TSB Gamers is a community by gamers for gamers on any system for any video game. We only ask that you are 18 years or older to join and accept our code of conduct. For more information and to join, please visit tsbgamers.org. That's tsbgamers.org. And for our final topic for tonight, former Twitch contract partner and internet celebrity Guy Benham, aka Dr. Disrespect, has opened up about his ban from Twitch, which occurred a little over three weeks ago. The doc's publicist reached out to PC Gamer offering an interview. Benham did not speak on the specifics of his ban, stating, we got the news. It was a total shock. Imagine just going to work one day and the door is closed and you can't get inside and you've been told that you were fired and you weren't given a reason why. The streaming celebrity also noted that there are things behind the scenes in terms of a legal standpoint that he could not talk about. The topic of sharing the coronavirus conspiracy theories was brought up but quickly shot down by the streamer and his publicist. In terms of future streaming, the doc may be looking to stream on YouTube or Facebook but might result in exclusively streaming to his own website. The theories regarding Dr. Disrespect's ban have circulated from criminal activity to forming a new streaming platform with Ninja. However, even almost a month later, nothing has been confirmed by either the streamer nor Twitch. Surreal, what's your take? It's just a lot of controversy and the fact that it's nothing's been released. Very concerning. I may not be the biggest fan of Dr. respect, but man, if you're not told you were banned, you were banned for a platform and you don't know what you did for, I if I was in a position, I'd be freaking out. Like he said, it's like you walking to your to the door of your work and having it closed telling you you were fired and you don't know the reason. And you just out in the dirt. This is obviously out of the ordinary activity. Doc is claiming he has no idea what happened. But if there are things going on behind the scenes, some knowledge has to be known. 
The fact that even his publicist and Rod Slasher Beruza and Esports Insider are keeping so quiet on this issue is incredibly concerning. Rod has even claimed on Twitter that he knows why it's not a DMCA. That was one of the first alleged possibilities of what was going on. It was quickly shot down. But this to me has to be something incredibly bad to whatever degree. From what I've heard, it's from looks like it might be like a criminal account. It wasn't out, it was outside Twitch's policy where it maybe it been something he did something illegal outside of like in the United States, something legal in the state of California or something like that. Well, we'll certainly have to wait and see if there's any additional information that gets released. Other streamers have moved from different platforms, given to Mixer. Ninja seems to be moving over to YouTube at this time. So obviously that theory regarding if the doc was going to be forming a new channel with him has been thrown out the window. Hopefully we'll figure out what's all going on with respect to the doc's privacy and all other issues regarding. But that's where we're going to wrap up for today. Thanks for tuning in. Shereel, pleasure to have you back on the show. Thank you very much, Paul. Anytime, man. If there is any gaming topic you would like us to talk about, be sure to reach out on Twitter at TSB underscore gamers or myself at FM James Vincent using the hashtag TSB Gamecast. That is at TSB underscore gamers or at FM James Vincent using the hashtag TSB Gamecast. You can also reach out to us on Discord using the TSB Gamecast text channel. Visit our website at TSBGamers.org to join. We'll see you next time. So long.